Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Harry Bates, Coral Taylor. This is their time to shine. It's been a pretty tough year without a win. 13 months actually and since Coral and I won. But uh, total gratitude for our team and, and everyone who's worked so hard to to get us back on the top step. He's done a fantastic job. That is dominating. Great job to Harry Bates and Coral Taylor. And what a great job on the Channel 7 coverage by the one and only Dean Herod's The Voice you just heard. And guess what? He's joined us here on the driver's seat making his glorious return. Dino, welcome back. Hello, team. How are we? And I was waiting for it. I think, oh, they're sitting up. What have I done wrong now? But uh, <laughs> we've just managed to sneak through. <laughs> How are you, team? Oh, we're good, mate. I told you when I last saw you that it wasn't going to be long before you're back on again, and you didn't believe me. No, well, it took you to do it, mate. I know you were in there batting for me to try and get some alley back. <laughs> hang, the on, there, hang, but, on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dino, before, before, no, no, because the last time I tried to get you on, you were like, oh, I'm in Sweden tomorrow. And I'm like, Sweden. Oh, oh, you it's... poor bugger. <laughs> yeah, I was working. Oh. Isn't it funny? When you finally get a good location to go and work at, you get crucified. <laughs> but when you're doing the cold days down in Lonnie or something like that. No one cares about it. But, yeah, you finally get a good ticket and you get group uh, Thank you, Nims. I appreciate the fact you did actually reach out early in the year indeed. Hey, Dino, last weekend, Australian Rally Championship here in Queensland, in sunny Queensland. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a rally guy and I love watching rally. I love watching yeah, world same. rally, all that sort of stuff. I, I'm a happy man when I turn on the TV and I see the surnames Bates and Taylor back together again because it takes me back all those years when Coral Taylor and Neil Bates were together dominating and now it's now it's son uh, Harry. How good was that? Yeah, you're, you're right. It's, it is quite weird to just have the H instead of N for mm. Neil Bates on there and and Coral, what a what a super co-driver. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Molly can get away with this term of calling her super granny or whatever it might be or the world's fastest <laughs> grandma now But because um, she technically is one. But um, she is a legend of our sport, and, and I don't say that lightly. She's a, yeah, she's a Hall of Famer, you know, four-time Australian champion, one target has. So they've selected her for a reason. You know, John McCarthy stepped out of that car for a bit of a hiatus, and they you know probably could have had the pick of any co-driver's particularly in Australia, and they've gone with Coral for a reason, and she's stepped in. They've had a rough start to the year, uh, had pace, but, you know, unusually tipped one over, a couple of mechanical problems. Mm. Uh, in Perth, there was a few errors, but finally come together, and uh, they, they took the, a dominating win in a really tricky rally. And as it turned out, I think it shows the class of both and how mature Harry and Lewis have become to, you know, they've, they've been under the gun with some really fast you know, and talented teams and cars, and Queensland's Extra tricky, and it just showed their experience and the maturity they've got to, uh, you know, realistically on the t- on that second day where they both finished within 16 seconds of each other and yeah. quite a gap to third place, which has been unusual for this series at the moment. Well, I'll tell you what, Dino, I uh, was actually up at Queensland Raceway 
uh, earlier this week doing some work and I heard this uh, noise when I was refueling one of our cars and uh, it sounded like a rally car to me and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. At lunchtime, I might duck on over and have a look. And it was the Bateses out there doing some uh, passenger rides for their Toyota Yaris, uh, the Yaris Club, I think it was, which was which was quite cool. Got to catch up with with the crew because obviously I work quite closely with them in the in the Toyota uh, eighty six series. And having a chat to Harry, I said uh, it was Lewis doing the rides. Funnily enough, I don't know if you know this, but Harry uh, wasn't able to use his car for the rides, so so Lewis was gutted. He had to do all the rides on his own, um, uh, but. From the last stage uh, in Queensland, heading to uh, back to, I think it's service, is it? You've got to get back to service, Dino, to, to finish That's the rally. Do, yes. um, yep. uh, Harry said to me he noticed some really bad fluctuations in his oil pressure. And by the time he got back there, realised that the whole head had cracked and Ooh. he was losing oil and water and the thing wouldn't have gone another 5Ks. Wow. You do have to be lucky sometimes. Mm. Now that you say that, somebody did tell me it was unusual because they went across the post-event scrutineering and someone said they had to put a whole heap of oil in Harry's car. And by that time, it was okay to do that. Just had to go and do scrutineering. Um, the interesting part about it is, one, how lucky are you? You're probably yep. a kilometre or two of, of having a DNF. Mm-hmm. Um, but those engines were absolutely brand spanking new from Europe for those cars. They've been sort of working heavily with Toyota Gazoo Racing and the World Rally team to produce those engines and coming in. They wanted a little bit more horsepower out of them and they were seeking a bit of reliability particularly from things like exhaust manifolds and stuff. So, wow, to have uh, split ahead, uh, that's big news. I'm sure they're delighted that you just shared that with the world, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done for, for cracking that one. Yeah, you yeah, might not get yeah. your Toyota check now that you said that. No, I, th- I think I could be in a bit of strife there. But, you know, I, and, and a lot of people probably don't realise he technically had won the rally, so the competitive stages were finished. He was literally driving 30 kilometres or 40 kilometres back to service, and uh, you must make that trek back and check in um, to actually win the rally. So he could have actually DNF the rally even after all the competitive fast stages were finished. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Our, our sport's quite interesting in that fact. The, the best way to explain it is a bit like uh, golf. You've actually got to walk between the holes. Now, the Walking between the holes doesn't score, but if you don't actually make it through on time or you're a lot of time, you get penalties or you can be out of the rally. So you're exactly on the money, mate. Mm. Um, he'd done all the hard work, but if you don't get into that final checking control and put your car in the park firme, you would you know, get penalties and he would have lost uh, lost that actual rally. So uh, whew, that would have been uh, nerve-wracking for them <laughs> if they'd, uh, they'd experienced that on the way in, the fluctuation, that's for sure, on that oil yeah. pressure. Hey, Dino, as I said before, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a rally guy and I really enjoy watching it. I really, uh, um, what got me really hooked on it in the old days was like Nicky Grist and Colin McRae and the Subarus and, and, and uh, all those sorts of guys. When I look at, if I want to find rally in Australia. Ari Vartan. Or Ari Vartan was just, oh. that was, yeah, Tommy Mackin and all those yeah. sorts of blokes. I mean, they were the hero, they were the Peter Brocks and the Dick Johnsons yeah. of yours as my generation, Carlos right? Yep. Carlos Sainz rolling the, the Subaru yeah, in the forest. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, that was Salika. Salika. Uh, Salika, sorry. Salika, yeah. Um, yeah. D- w- but when I look for the Australian Rally Championship, I know that it's on Channel 7, but I'm sort of conflicted about rally at the moment because I know that you're getting good numbers but the coverage just doesn't seem to be there enough and, in, in, you know, right in your front teeth. I, I want to know when it's on, where it's on, who's going to be there, all that kind when of stuff. When we can watch it. Yeah, and, and even when I watch the coverage, you know, your good self, you're commentating, uh, Jess Dane's on there as well doing the interviews at, at, at the end of the stage, that sort of stuff. But 
there doesn't seem to be too many camera positions throughout the stage. There's a there's a drone. I mean, give me a, a snapshot of the health of Rally at the moment because but on the surface it looks like it should be flying, but it just seems to not have as much coverage as it should at the moment. Am I wrong in thinking that? Uh, slightly. We're on the up and up, and the championship's becoming exciting. I think like all these things, it comes down to budget. And, you know, back in the day, I mean, I've been doing off and on some media stuff for the ARC for the last 10 years, and, you know, it's a revelation when you might have done a Facebook Live and how good is that, and think people think it's fantastic, and then you check a Channel 7 logo on there and you get some social streamings up and all of a sudden it's not good enough, etc. Um, all I can say is that the team that produce what you do see, um, particularly on the socials and the mm. post-event show, um, do an unbelievable job for the budget and the resources they have um, and probably therefore are critiqued, probably therefore, you know, not entirely, you know, correct in my opinion because, like I said, they are talented and some of the stuff they produce is amazing. Um, and I guess we've got to, you know, that fine tightrope between having what we have versus having nothing at all because that's probably how close we are. And, yes, the power stage is, you know, only got a couple of shots and stuff, but, I mean, we to produce that and get that up on live coverage for rally is very unusual to get because the, pre the, the post-produce show is we know the results and you've got to be really a passionate person to do it. So in some cases, I think we're very fortunate that, guess what, we do have a live coverage. Yes, it's only got a couple of camera shots, but the amount of work, energy and effort to even get that up in the middle of a bush stage in Gympie or around mm -hmm. the country is mm -hmm. unbelievable. I mean, it's not, we can't just roll into, you know, Barber Galloway Raceway and set up three cameras and do some things like that. Like, it's an extraordinary effort. And yeah. what they produce for the resource they have, I think, is unbelievable. Could it be better? Yeah, of course it could be. Uh, and particularly when, uh, you know, but it all comes down to money, cameras, and we're a bit spoiled with things like WRC Live to have, you know, live cameras going into cars and things. But as you know, as you guys know about being around the sport, that's an unbelievable amount of technology and money involved. And also mm. when you base it off things like even supercar coverage, the, the coverage we get of motorsport here in Australia on those levels, like, you know, VS Supercars, is probably the world's best at yes. uh, of, of TV, to be honest. I think we all saw that when you're, you see Van Gisbergen, and we all watched that, um, you know, late at night, watching and going, wow, our broadcast is very, very good over here. Mm. The, the, the Yanks, as good as that series is, I didn't think their TV coverage was as good as ours was over here, to be honest. So we're a little bit spoiled for what we do get. But uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's on the up and up. It needs commercial support. It's a very difficult sport to cover. I mean, like I said, mm. it's not an arena sport. And uh, with what they've got, if, you, if you're new in the background, I think the, we're, we're lucky to have it. But we, you always want to look at trying to improving it for sure. And are you likely to get that? Like, I, I think Steve and I are totally cognizant of the fact of, you know, what it costs and how many people and the infrastructure required and all of that kind of stuff. Are we likely to see that in the next two years? Do you think, you think that the series has got enough commercial momentum and enough eyeballs and earballs watching, listening and, and taking part in it that – that there is hopefully a group behind the series that is going to be able to achieve that next level because I know it's bloody expensive. I'm not I'm not minimising it, but are we likely to see that? No, oh, I hope so. But you've got to remember at the moment the support. Uh, sorry, the series looks very strong because of the type of cars and the competitors that we have and how close it's become. And it, there's some really great storylines, mm -hmm. but a lot of those are. Um, privately supported teams. So they're not actually having to or don't need to uh, you know, contribute anything to any of the budget. It's sort of just built into the series. 
And it's sort of where, I guess, when you get manufacturers like years gone by and the glory days you guys just talk about. I mean, when I was involved with Super Rally Team Australia, and it was Coda myself and Toyota were running and they had Mitsubishi stuff. The budget back then for television was a million dollars. It was it was about three hundred grand a manufacturer wow. to make rally work on television on Channel Ten. Right. So at the moment, there's only the Toyota, you know, that are semi-supported by Toyota themselves with the bases, etc. The rest of the field is good as they are, and there's some great talented people and some awesome cars in there, but they're not really commercially supported. I mean, we're Subaru are interested, obviously, with some of my connection. We're floating a one make series that we just sort of launched some details on last year. That will help because it will bring, you know, uh, rallying up through the ranks of things like the manufacturers. And the good thing about having manufacturers involved is the manufacturers want you to know about it. So then, of course, they talk about it at their dealerships and at, their, at that level. And then you, you hear and know more about rally because they're talking about it and you get a spin-off effect from that. So, look, it's definitely going the right direction, which is all we can ask for. But um, like I said, it will, it will take some commercial investment to sort of get things like the, the coverage yeah. up one, you know, another level again. So. Do you know? Do you reckon you know getting someone like SVG, who we know loves rally, who's doing a little bit in New Zealand at the moment? He has done one over here before he went over there and did, you know, I guess his first WRC round, which we'll, we'll obviously get into uh, in a sec. But do you think getting someone like him and trying to make someone like him be part of you know one of the rounds of the championship, whether it's you know obviously the next one at uh, what's the next one? It's in Gippsland, uh, Gippsland and Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something like that. Do you think that would really help um, get some oh. more interest and bolster? That that series easy easy answer absolutely yeah. the same way we you know the, the Australia tuned on to NASCAR and a lot of us yep. probably don't follow it intently etc. Ah uh, no, it did that the the rally of Canberra did last year absolutely he brings eyeballs he brings good commercial support he's supported by Red Bull that has a spin off because they want people to know about it you get social media engagement so no his his involvement would be would be would make a big difference for sure and having mm. names like that so. Yeah, unless we can grab a Stevie Johnson with some McDonald's support I just heard about before running in the AR. So that could bring it back right. up to where we need How, it to be. That would look mega, wouldn't it? How good would that be? Well, you'd, you'd, I mean, to be fair, you'd want a full-spec WRC card to be able to yeah, be competitive. Yeah. <laughs> At least then if I have a massive shunt, they could say Stevie Johnson's just had a massive Mac. <laughs> That's very so it, it is going the right way. Like I said, it. we've got some really talented teams and drivers in there. So yep. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it, we're always keen to, to grow and be better. And, uh, but I think what we've got now, like I said, in the background for the, the little bit I'm involved in, um, you know, they do an amazing job to produce what they can. And, and yep. like I said, it's, it's fun to be involved in. And, what, and, and obviously following on what I just said regarding um, the WRC, uh, with Shane doing that round over there in New Zealand, what's the chances of us, uh, us tragics, getting another round of WRC here in Australia? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, it's going to be a struggle. I mean, once again, it comes down to the money and, and yep. government support, probably uh, from that point of view. You know, where do you run it? How do you run it? Um, lots of countries, you know, they just run in Estonia. Estonia are chipping in uh, apparently quite a serious amount of money. So the, the WRC is also getting some you know, good support and, and each of those countries is contributing quite a bit of money. It's no different to trying to be in the Formula One circus. There's yeah. lots of politics yeah. and money involved. So it would take the likes of when we've had it here in the past, I think it was supported by you know, Destination New South Wales. So you know, it would take something like that government support of a region or a state to really grab it by both hands and being able to then execute a good event. So... Look, it's not the conversation. It's well above my pay grade to know, to be fair. But um, I feel it would be a couple of years off and take a fair bit of uh, of, of public government clout to help help get across the line. 
I tell you what, I'd be uh, speaking of destination New South Wales boys. I'd be watching the Newcastle Supercars round because I reckon if that doesn't get up, there might be a little bit of Charlie Ash floating around the hallways of uh, <laughs> New South Wales. You should swoop in there like a seagull, mate, and pick up that cash. Um, we're looking forward to uh, the rest of the the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championships next uh, month. It continues in the middle of everywhere Gippsland Rally. Tell me about the name, the middle of everywhere, Gippsland Rally. What is what is the middle of everywhere? Is it a company or a sponsor? Because it's the greatest no, name well, for a motorsport event you ever. Need, yeah, you need support. That is Gippsland, an amazing place to go rallying. Actually, that's their catch cry for that region. So it's the middle well, of everywhere. They say, come the to middle us. of everywhere. Right the on. middle of everywhere. So uh, ran there for the first time last year. Pretty amazing and compelling roads, to be honest. And like I said, comes with great uh, support from that region. And that's obviously who's backing mm. it in is obviously uh, the, the Victorian side of, of the Gippsland area and, and those uh, those regions. As you would see by, you know, what we had on the weekend, you know, I think we had the mayor of Gympie in there and we had an amazing, uh, what they call Wheels on Mary, They're one of their, or their main street, a uh, very vibrant street in the middle of Gympie on a Friday night. We, we put a big show and shine on and they had... Lots of fanfare and restaurants opened and uh, concerts and things. And I think they allegedly got up with 8,000 people there on the night on a Friday night. So you can well, see how we we can really Gimpy. get the regions excited, et cetera. So. Uh, how did you find the accommodation in Gimpy, mate? Was it was it good for you? It was very noisy <laughs> <laughs> where, we, where we were. Very close to the main highway that runs through. And uh, in the middle of the night when the trucks must get the red light, uh, we, it does uh, interrupt the sleep pattern. But anyway, Just on the, down, on the deceleration on the air brakes right yeah. out the front oh. of your head. <laughs> The accommodation was fine. It's just a little bit of... Uh, Light uh, noise pollution going on in the background. So. <laughs> hey, Dino, I was just reading the uh, reading Nimsy's script here, uh, and uh, obviously Adelaide, which is very cool, getting a uh, getting a run in the Adelaide Hills, and and he has pointed out here that New South Wales massive omission from the from the calendar hasn't got around there. So, what's the go there, and are we going to see another one back in in New South Wales? Uh, once again, but my pay grade. Obviously, we had Coffs Harbour, which was off the back. Come on, of the mate, we've WRC. gone from WRC and we've we've tried to drop it down to uh, ARC <laughs> yeah. and, and we New had South ARC Wales last year. <laughs> uh, no, we we pick. We obviously, as part of the rounds this year, we we've had a strong run around the places apart from New South Wales. I believe, and like I said, I'll probably be shot the same way. You'll be shot with your Toyota comments before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> potentially, Bathurst is on the radar for next year. Would you believe it? The New South Wales round so in sunny well, corner. Good. Uh, in the forest there. Yeah, they've got some pretty amazing roads in there. We did do a rally there many, many years ago. I did myself. So it's uh, looking to come back on. Like I said, it's not, I'm not part of who makes up the calendar and why and when and all the all the politics of it. But, I, I, yeah, we should have and always be trying to aim to have a round in New South Wales for sure, and I believe it's back on the radar. So. Well, mate, I've got to say um, our tax line has lit up uh, with appreciation that we're talking a little bit of rally, we love getting you on. Uh, Bad Graham has actually just quickly thrown one in here. Stevie J in a Yaris would be like High Tower in Police Academy, sitting in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have good but grip off good the corner. Viewing, I don't know, it'd be, be good viewing. <laughs> it would be good viewing. I think we need to organise that. Anyway, we say that every time you're on, Dino, that one day Stevie J and I'll slide behind the uh, the the crazy wheel on a rally car. We just haven't gotten there yet, but one day. Well, if I get this one-make WX Challenge up, boys, I've got a car here, and maybe your names will be on it. 
I don't know how that's going to work from a damage point of view. I was but, just about, uh, I was just about to say, Dane, uh, talk to Stuart Laneham and ask him about last time that we slapped their names under the side of a car. Yeah, and see how that went. In a smoldering oh, I pile. Did, I did not. You are. Seriously. You. Okay, so I revoke that. We'll, we'll have conversations, but we'll, uh, we'll, I'll just have a chat to the legal department first. Yeah, it'll be a very brief conversation, I can tell you that. But, uh, hey, Dino, it's been an absolute pleasure getting you on board. Uh, as Maddie mentioned, uh, the next uh, next. Stop in the calendar is the middle of everywhere Gippsland Rally in Victoria, 25th to the 27th of August, followed by the Adelaide Hills Rally in October. Then the championship wraps up in November in Canberra. Before we let you go, Dino, last time they had a full on, last time um, the ARC was in Canberra, there was a big old, they made a big song and dance about it. You know, you could check out the cars beforehand. There was meet and greets, things like that. Do you know if uh, they're going to replicate that this year? I hope so. Uh, but like I said, that'll be in the lead up. We'll know more about it. But uh, generally, camp is a great place for rallying because obviously the stages are very, very close to town, which is awesome. So it's not too far to travel out and we can either go and spectate or bring the rallying to the people, etc. So uh, it'll be a fantastic end of the season regardless. And Canberra always put in a good show. So yes, absolutely. That'll be the plan, I'm sure. Oh, we look forward to it. And we also look forward to seeing you and Jess Dane continuing with magnificent coverage on Seven Sport. But uh, Dino, sorry we took up so much of your time, mate. I know when I said we'll have a brief chat, uh, it's kind of extended a little bit longer than I thought. But hey, uh, till next time, bud. Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Nice talking to you as always. See you soon. <laughs>